Blog Talk Radio. Romans 2 and 5. Nope. Righteous judgment of the Most High, who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds, to them who by patience yep. continue in some well-doing seat, no nope. glory and honor and immorality, yep. eternal life. But unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth, but obey unrighteousness, indignation, and wrath. You an African-American? Nope. You believe that's your heritage? Yep. Do you know who you are? Nope. King, queen? Yep. Nigga with back? Nope. Do you shine like a star? Yep. Think they gon' say it? Nope. We gon' explode. Yep. Yeah. They gon' take your life? Nope. So many secrets in the vault? Yep. Do this knowledge cost? Nope. Hop in the book to my? Yep. Do you follow these laws? Nope. Do they still exist? Yep. Have time to wait? Thank you. 
choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose the most? I heard Two sides to choose from. You got to choose one. Who you gonna choose? Who you gonna choose? Got to choose. We got to choose, y'all. We got to choose. We got to choose. We got to choose. And we want to make sure we make the right choice, huh? <laughs> we don't want to lose, right? All right, all right, all right. <laughs> gonna learn today. All right, all right, all right, all right. Uh, Shalom and good morning. How's everybody doing? Welcome once again to another episode of ISBHBK Presents Bible Talk. Um, it's it's your, your your brother, your uncle, that guy, that dude, um, Mashaba. Like to welcome you on to another edition of our of our show. Um, hope you uh, you you're, if you're reaching out to us, um, you're catching a live broadcast, um, uh, live streaming, uh, or you can call in and listen live to the show at area code six four six 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 eight two five six eight. Again, area code 646-668-2568 to call in and listen live to the show as, as we're broadcasting. Or you might catch us on Google Podcasts. Um, under, all, all, our, all our platforms are under ISBHBK Bible Talk. Uh, so you might be catching us on Google Podcasts. You might be catching us on iHeartRadio Podcast. You might be catching us on Apple iTunes um, Radio Podcast or even Podcast Addict. Um, we, uh, you'll be able to keep up with us here as we do our, our blog talk format, our, our blog talk classroom. Uh, coming to you live, coming to you live from uh, San Antonio, Texas. Uh, usually, I do. Uh, I, I'll handle Mondays. Um, I mean, it'll usually, be me and the brother uh, the Uh we'll, we'll tackle Mondays, and then the excellent teaching and uh, and uh, that's what I'm looking for. Uh, uh, I've been watching a lot of Sakari, um, the exegesis, or just the, the expounding, um, the edification that the brother talks about those on Tuesdays is just really inspiring. Um, this brother has, has wow, um, his library, the brother talks about going to give a library, y'all, that, that, that is very impressive, very, very impressive with our archaeology books, atlases, history books. They help bring out this information. Uh, to, to help wake up Israel, he's, and he's, his dedication to, to, to the show has really been phenomenal. So that's on Tuesdays. Talks about Tuesdays. Um, and then I'll come back on Wednesdays and, and Thursdays, and then we have the Brother Bonaparte on Fridays um, uh, with, with, with Bible breakdowns. Um, I, I'm trying to, you know, flood, flood uh, Blocks Talk Radio with uh, – and trying to keep on top of my job, y'all. Trying to try and keep on top of, of, of my calling, knowing that I've been called. I, I, my calling, I was called to be a teacher, um, to make sure classes um, are, are going. Uh, and that, that's been my, my, my position uh, since I came to this knowledge. Make sure the classes are, are, are being taught. Make sure somebody's there to make sure um, class is going. Um, and... The, the, the Bible, the, the script, the, the Bible's gonna be open, and the Bible's gonna be doing the talking. Right? That 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 has been my position for the past thirty years, and I realize I've slipped away from it. I've gotten away from it, and the most I remind Christ reminds us in, in Revelations 
the second chapter, the third chapter, but particularly the third chapter, he says, remember your first love. Um, repent and do the first works. That it is is about, okay, well, when I was calling to this truth, what was our job? What was the job? And at the time, it was to be on what was called the road crew. Well, it was with the brother Bonazar. Let me get even further back to the actual origins. It was be with the brother Bonazar, uh, and we were in the Navy together. Uh, when the most I uh, brought me into, to, into this knowledge. And we were of the belief that we were going to uh, be going around, because we were in construction, that we, were going, that we would be going around and helping raise schools, actually, helping actually use our, our construction uh, skills um, and actually travel from state to state, from city to city, and actually, actually help build and maintain actual schools. Uh, actual buildings, um, and, and you know the, the whole the, the whole idea of being builders. Uh, we know that Yahweh Shai before he started his ministry, he was a carpenter, um, the son of a carpenter. That his father Joseph was a carpenter, a builder. Uh, I'm gonna say a carpenter. I'm gonna be at, at a carpenter. I'm not any further than that. So it was that we're gonna uh, make sure that the teachers will have places to go and that um, they'll be able to travel. And we'll come in, build the schools for them, and, and, and help street teach and help do our thing. And, but the teachers at the time was only at, in New York. There was only in one West. And we sent, and we gave a lot of support, but now support um, uh, back to main headquarters, which was one West on 25th Street, to really help us spread this knowledge. And then we, in turn, would, would be out passing literature. And that's something I definitely need to get back on top of. We'd be out passing out literature. We were in California. Uh, we were stationed in California when we were in Homeport. Uh, matter of fact, uh, right outside of Ventura, California, somebody be familiar with the word with Oxnard, uh, California. Um, that's that's basically where we, we, were, we were first stationed at, and we would travel. We were traveling to, to, to San Diego, Tijuana, uh, all through Los, uh, South Central Los Angeles. Um, Eventually, I'll be up even to San Francisco, uh, just passing out literature, just passing out literature um, uh, uh, with, with the phone numbers. But this is before the Internet. So with phone numbers are, are reaching back to, to headquarters in New York, my area code 212-289-9923, some of the numbers that will ever, um, I hope, will never, you know, leave my mind. Um, and doing our, our, our bit of evangelizing. Uh, and, and ministry of, of got to get this truth out, literature and get to the teachers, literature and get to the teachers. Then when I got out of the military in 92, uh, right after the Rodney King riots, as a matter of fact, um, I wound up hooking up with the brothers um, in Albuquerque, um, the brother Yohanaga, uh, Karia, Harad Malak, who wound up becoming the heads of, of what became the stream of knowledge, as well as Bonabad, um, Shaka, Aisha Wajaza, Mayagamar, um, I want to miss it by Ma Warla, Gabarkawa. Um, and uh, Yama, no, Yohanada. Um, that we hooked, uh, uh, we got together in, in Albuquerque. Um, and in September of 92, that's when the, brother, the brothers, Ariala Tawakab and Ahar, the General Aharan, well, in proper order, Ariala, Aharon, and Kawakab. They came down from New York City. Uh, we we got the, the transportation together for them. I mean, it was the train at that time. 
but we put together the transportation form, brought them down from, from New York, and they helped us establish a school in Albuquerque of the stream of knowledge. And from there, we traveled from, and getting that started, getting the school started, and really starting the, that type of teaching uh, there in Albuquerque. And then traveling to um, Los Angeles, where Cabo Cobb was originally from, where the, the spirit had Ariella first hit up Cabo Cobb and the brother Zayanala, and even the brother um, Ra'ashiach. Ra'ashiach became the head. Him and the brother Zion, his, his brother um, Adbar, wound up opening up uh, what became known as Lamert Park. Uh, Lamert Park became a uh, true nation, which also um, has, has grown to also become the leaders of the way. Um, Ariella first, first, at first taught them um, back in, in 89, back in 1989. So in 92, we left Albuquerque, uh, went to Los Angeles. Uh, then from Los Angeles, we, we traveled to San Antonio, uh, and established the first brothers down here. Well, the, help uh, confirm the brothers down here, uh, brother Kazian, um, the brother Kazian, the brother Ariel and the brother Dawiyad. Um, and we became, we became the, the sport of truth. Headed back up to New York, um, and then we started making our rotations um, in, in, that, in that circuit, New York, Albuquerque, um, Los Angeles, uh, San Antonio. I mean, in those circuits, I mean, it got to the point where a school that opened up in Oklahoma City, um, the first school that opened up in Oklahoma City. And, again, we just kept our travels going, kept our travels going. And then eventually um, uh, the school opened up in Miami. We, got, we uh, had some brothers uh, bring us down, and we started teaching in Miami. Uh, then from there, we started also teaching in Omaha, Nebraska, with the brother Abba Yar. Um, I'm just trying to get just, just a little, little bit of history. Not trying to find myself on the back or anything like that, um, or even feeling like I need to confirm anything. But just just give a, a little, little history, a little background of the, the the prequels of things that have been going on. That and one thing that was, that I was always a part of was making sure there was a, I was part of class every single day. Um, being on the road crew, getting on the road crew with uh, I even go back to Obama's office. Uh, I was in class with the Bonos every single night that we was going to be going over something. We were going to be doing something that, that this knowledge was so incredible. And, and so, so, so uh, it was just right. You know what I'm saying, y'all? It was just right. So every day, even when Bonos did want to teach, now we had to go over something. I was reading the book every single day. And then Bonos set for us uh, an, uh, an edit, if you will, or, or a goal. There's a better better term. Now, we had to read the Bible once every three months. Now, we had to read the Bible once every three months. So uh, going through that and being in the military, it was kind of a little difficult, but, um, you know, getting, getting that accomplished. And then being, getting on the road crew with, with um, um, Ariel Aharon and Kawakab, um having class every single day. That when, when we were in Albuquerque, we had class with the brothers every single day. Um, in California, having class with you know every single day, whether it was um, uh, the classroom, or uh, it was uh, the radio show, or uh, you know back then uh, public access cable shows, and we had two public access th- uh, shows that we was doing, um, and then you know Venice Beach, um, 
and, he, and also doing the Hebrew Academy there in, in, in not only in Albuquerque, but also in, in San Antonio, not San Antonio, Los Angeles. Um, and again, into San Antonio, and you're teaching every class is going to be held every day. And then uh, getting to New York, getting patched up spiritually, physically, uh, what have you, uh, uh, recharged, spiritually recharged, um, going to street speaking every single day, um, going, going with a camp. I made sure I went with a camp every single day, whether it was the Mount Zion or whether it was um, uh, whoever. Um, I'm going street teaching. We're going out every day. Uh, then getting out to Miami, uh, Oklahoma, teaching every single day. Uh, getting out to, to Miami, teaching every single day. Um, and then even upon my arrival, coming back here to San Antonio with the brothers called uh, uh, Bonabad, Awana Iyer, Shashwan, Dawiyad, that, yeah, we're going to, class is going to be held every single day. That, that, that the most high work got to be held because you never know who might come in. You never know who, who might need this knowledge. You, might, you never know who, who might be going through something uh, for some literature that was passed out. Something that happened, and now they want some answers. They, they got some questions that, that you don't want to miss the opportunity to get one of the most high sheep. You don't want to miss the opportunity that one of the most high sheep, um, um, this might be the, one of the most high sheep. Knowing that we had to wake up 104,000 sealed, 104,000 got to get sealed from Revelation to the seventh chapter um, before your house is going to make its return. That those prophecies had, had to be, had to be, that part of the prophecy had to be met. So I'm just, you know, just trying to give a little background, y'all, again, and, and you know, also trying to get my mind uh, uh, focused in, in, in any direction that teaching is very important. So I'm, I'm, I'm getting back on track of making sure there's a, there's a class taught every single day. And also, with, with, you know, going traveling to Houston, I can't, can't believe I forgot Houston. Um, going back and forth every weekend because they were doing street teaching, uh, uh, going with them. Um, and over the years, you know, they've, they've gone to Baton Rouge. They've gone to the only place I didn't go with them so far as being Virginia and also, uh, well, Rochester, New York, I haven't been to with them yet. Or when they were in the um, uh, teaching in Trinidad, when they had to camp out there in Trinidad. But if, anywhere else that, that, that we, we have been uh, as, as ISBHBK, including Atlanta, we're going to teach every day. There's going to be a class going on every day uh, in Albuquerque. We're going to have class every day. Right? Like we're having class twice a day sometimes. We're going to, we're going to get this teaching out. Right? We're going to get this teaching out. We have to get our minds prepared, get on the same page, same mind, same, 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 same mind, same judgment, first goodness, something one we're saying. That's what we're going to do. So I did get to a point where I fell off from that, that schedule. So I do try to increase the teaching, uh, getting back into increasing the teaching from Mondays, uh, Wednesdays, and Thursdays. Um, and trying and trying to get my groove back, but at the same time also, I got more responsibilities. You know, I've always had I've had family, um, sons, daughters, wives, um, and trying to you know just cover more. Plus, I'm a lot older. The the what do they call that the uh, the recovery time has got has definitely slowed down. My recovery time for and just, just my recharge time um, is taking a lot longer. Diabetes doesn't help. Um, not managing my diabetes properly isn't, it definitely isn't helping. But it just takes a little more time to, 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 to recharge, rebounce, and, and recoup. So I'm just trying to keep, keep the flow going, uh, making sure we have class. 
So getting into today's class, uh, the last class I, was, I, I ended up with, we can go there real quick as a, as a recap. We were in Mark chapter 7, and we started verse 6. Um, and it was sounded, I'm going to just read it real quick and, and recap. Mark chapter 7, verse 6, he says, he answered and said unto them, what has Isaiah prophesied of you hypocrites, as it is written? This people honors me with their lips, but their heart is far from me. How be it? In vain do they worship me. Teach, teach you for doctrines the commandments of men. For laying aside the commandments of God, he holds the, the tradition of men. And we was really kind of stressing on that and really going in on this, that a lot, especially as we're in the so-called Christmas holiday season, of the holiday season, uh, or this Kwanzaa season, um, uh, that it's almost hard to believe that people don't know or believe or understand that Christmas is pagan. Um, it's kind of hard to believe in the year 2022 that people still celebrate Thanksgiving, which is essentially the, the slaughter, the murder, the genocide of Native Americans, uh, so-called Native American Indians. That, that, that we're still having to teach and show these things um, and bring these things out, that these have nothing to do with God, but that these type of holidays, and even come, as we get ready to come into the new year, that, it's got nothing, that this, ain't new, this ain't God's new year. This, uh, January 1st is not the beginning of the year according to God. That is not what he set up. That's not what he arranged. That's not, that's not, what, he, that, that's not what he ordained. But as we as, as this is supposed to be the time of, of, of you know, reminiscing, uh, chestnuts roasting over open fire, um, the 12 days of Christmas, um, silent night, holy night, jingle bell, jingle bell, jingle bell rock, um, uh, you know, all, all the R&B singers coming out with their Christmas, their Christmas albums. Um, in, I know a lot of people don't know what an album is. With their Christmas music, I just say it like that, that, None of these things were established by God, have nothing to do with God, regardless of whatever type of feelings you might receive from it, regardless of what type of sentiments or emotional values attached to it. It has nothing to do with God. It has absolutely zilch to do with God. That it really is the commandments of men. It's the traditions of men. It has zilch, zip, zero to do with honoring, worshiping, and, and pleasing God. So that's what we're going over um, Last time I talked was last Thursday, um, and then we're gonna, we're gonna move forward. All right, we're gonna move forward. Um, let's go to Amos. Let's go to Amos chapter five, verse twenty-one. Going to the book of Amos now, chapter five, verse twenty-one. It says, "I hate, I despise your feast day. Now I'm gonna not smell in your solemn assemblies." Um, now we know from Amos the fifth chapter, this was God referring directly to the Israelites and our surface observances of his, of his high holy days that he gave the Israelites from Leviticus chapter 23, which, which we're going to get into, that we, we, we really put no heart, we really put no effort, we really didn't get into the mind of the Most High in observing the high holy days that he gave us. Not, not talking about this, this more modern day Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, New Year's Eve, 
um, uh, or, or the holidays that, 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 that we observe, Independence Day, that we observe today. But we got to the point where we became so surface, so shallow in observing uh, and respecting and really understanding um, God's high holidays. It, it was just, uh, the, the word I want to use, it was plastic, y'all. We, we, it became real plastic, like, 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 like uh, fake, phony. It was. It wasn't real. It wasn't. It wasn't. Um, it wasn't from the heart. It really wasn't from the heart. Not as much as 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 we put a lot of heart, a lot of spirit, a lot of effort into Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, birthdays, um, New Year's Eve. That 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 we make sure that we go all out. We make sure that 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 that. Oh, and I'm sure everybody's seen. Um, if you go out at night at, at all some of the Christmas decorations that people are putting up. My goodness. My goodness. They are really going, I mean, really trying to, it, uh, it hurts, y'all. It hurts. When you look and see how much spirit we put into pagan, satanic rituals, traditions, and holidays, but when it comes to the things of the Most High, we just do we do the bare minimum that that that, that we possibly can. It is it, done with the most minimal risk of effort, so we can get back to doing the things that we want to do and not thinking about respecting, honoring that the holidays that God gave the Israelites were days for us to 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 reminisce, to think about, to 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 celebrate God delivering the Israelites from death, from destruction, from slavery, from oppression. That it was it was it was special. It it, it was it was almost like 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 a wedding anniversary might be for a couple. That that's supposed to be, you know, this is when we met, we went here, we went we we went and did this, I did this for you. That it's supposed to be something special between two people, two entities. The high holidays that the most I gave us that these were occasions where he really showed his love to us. If it was the Passover, if it was the Sabbath, let's go through the first holiday, the Sabbath. Which we, I'm going to go through the list. But even in honoring the Sabbath, a day of rest. You've been working all week? Cool. It's a day of rest. Relax. And, and knowing that the Sabbath wasn't made, that man wasn't made for the Sabbath, but Sabbath was made for man. Rest. You put in a good six days, hard days of work, cool. Seventh day, relax. Rest. Let's gather together, man, and, 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 and just and rejoice in all, things, that the, all the things that most of us have been doing for us this past week. All the opportunities that, that he, he's opened up to us. But let's reflect on that from the Sabbath, then the Passover. He literally destroyed another nation. He destroyed the Egyptians, a, a dark-skinned nation, but separate from us, that had us in oppression, that had us in slavery. He literally destroyed them in delivering us, his people, the Israelites. Then the Feast of Eleven Bread, where it, 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 it was about, remember how I fed you, I took care of y'all. 
And that when you left Egypt, and I know I always go through the bumps of the road with this with, 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 with other Israelites, but if everybody, please do a Google search for what was the leavened bread of Egypt. Because the unleavened bread was when, when we, the Passover, when the Lord, the last night we were in Egypt, the Lord passed over the children of Israel um, as we were in our, in, our own, in our houses, in our homes. He passed over us and slew the firstborn of all the Egyptians, of men, of cattle, of animals, of, of what have you. You were the firstborn, and you weren't in the house of Israelites with the blood on the, on the, on the door. Forget about it. He was wiped out. It was, it was, a, it was a done deal. Uh, and upon uh, leaving, we had unleavened bread. In my research, in my studies, and this is not by no no by no means to throw shade at the elders um, or, or my first teachers, not, not at all. But just doing uh, in this age of information that we happen to be in, um, I did a Google search for what is the leavened bread of Egypt. And the reason I did that is because yeast wasn't the actual yeast was not discovered until like the 1700s. It might have even been the 1800s, actual yeast. So if yeast wasn't discovered until the 1700s, I'm going to the 1700s, then what was going on before that then? That now you would add yeast to bread or you would add yeast to, uh, um, um, uh, to, to drinks to make beer, to make mead, or what have you. Then what, what was the process? Then what was going on? To go back and do my research, the leavened bread, it didn't say the yeast-filled bread, but the leavened bread, and it even tells you that yeast is a leavening agent. It's, yeast isn't leaven, it's a leavening agent. But in going back and checking out what, what was the leavened bread of Egypt, uh, it was actually sourdough bread. And the way that sourdough bread is actually made is that you, you, you would get your, your flour, whatever type of flour you was using, um, and you would knead it and, and, and do your thing. Then you put it in the, in the bread pans. Um, and then you would, you, you would bake it. Um, and, that, and that bread or that dough being a good batch, being a, some good bread, you would save some of that dough. Then when you made some new dough or make some new bread, you would take some of that old dough with the taste, with the, with, with the flavor, and you would put that, some of that in the, new, in, the, in the new batch of bread. And then you would bake it. And then that sourdough, the, old, the sourdough from uh, a previous batch, that would be your new pan of bread. And that's how they made the leavened bread of Egypt. It was sourdough bread. And it was a delicacy. It was a favorite among the, the Egyptians, a favorite among Jews, um, Israelites. So when, when the Lord told, gave us the unleavened bread, the unleavened bread was don't take the old bread, the old sourdough bread, don't add that to the new batch. Leave it out. Because it says a little leaven will leaven the whole lump. So as you're making it, as, as you're getting ready to leave Egypt, and I've delivered you from, 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 from the Egyptians. I'm delivering you from, from the oppressors, from the slavery, from the bondage. Leave. Taste not, touch not, want not. Don't want nothing to do or have anything to do with 
I'm delivering you from the from the rigorous hard bondage that y'all were taking that y'all were partaking in in Egypt, and it's something new. And then to just take some bread, some unleavened bread. That's all we had. Remember the journey from Egypt to to um, to Palestine, where we came known as Palestine, to, to the Promised Land. That wasn't supposed to take no forty years, y'all. That was not supposed to take forty years, but because of our rebelliousness and our hard headed stiff neckedness and our, our lack of faith in in believing and in trusting in the Lord, believing and trusting in in, in God the Almighty. We extended that, 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 that period from getting from Egypt to the promised land to 40 years. But originally, it was, we were was, we going to walk from Egypt to the promised land. But we, 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 uh, we messed that up. And all we had for provisions as far as food was that leaven bread from Passover night. We didn't have any leftover lamb. To help sustain us, we didn't have any, any, uh, any of that. All we really had was the unleavened bread. That was supposed to last us for that seven days. We had the feast of unleavened bread that the Lord sustained us and, and was taking care of our every need. Feast of unleavened bread. We had the feast of first fruits, where, we, where the Lord was. We, we we were bringing the first fruits of our of our land, of our crops, um, of our plantations that that we had. Once we get into the promised land, and and just to thank God for the abundance of how much He had been blessing us, and how much food that we had, we had to feed the first fruits. Um, then we had to wait uh, uh, fifty days for the day of Pentecost uh, for the end of first fruits, bringing that 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 next harvest, the food from the next harvest. Thank you, Father. Then we went through about three months and. We come to well, four months, and we're coming to the, the the memorial of blowing the trumpets. But for us to come together as a nation, now I remember how when we came out of Egypt, that the way we knew to to, to assemble, the way the way we knew to to uh, come together was by the blowing of the trumpets, and then there'd, there'd be certain um, tunes that would be played to let it to keep for 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 the for the purpose of communication. Um, of gathering all the all Israel together, we had to remember the, what what did that sound sound like? That when that trump when those trumpets sounded and played this certain call, that we had to go through and memory. When we hear the trumpets, it's time to assemble, it's time to come together. Whether it was all Israel, or maybe it was just the tribes that had been to the east, the tribes that had been to the west, the tribes that had been to the south, the tribes that had been to the north. Whether it was just the the the, the captains. Um, over our armies, whether it was uh, it was just different calls that that we had to go and memorize. We had to remember that when we hear these sounds, it's time for Israel to come together. Um, then shortly after that, we had the Day of Atonement, the day where the high priests were going to the to, to the uh, the temple, the tabernacle or the temple, and would offer up a sacrifice for for the sins of the nation to make an atonement. Uh, to, to get us back in one with the, with the Most High, um, to give us a clean slate. All these was helping us, y'all. Everything I mentioned so far from the Sabbath, Passover, uh, unleavened bread, first fruits, 
um, Memorial Blowing of Trumpets, David told me. It was all for the Israelites. It was all for us, our, our holy days, which became to the world holidays. Um, David told me. Then after that, the, the, the great celebration, the wonderful celebration of the, uh, the, feast, of tab- the feast of Tabernacles. Then now with Tabernacles, good Lord, seven days we're going to be together. Ain't nobody going home. We're going to be together these seven days, living in tents, and we're going to feast and enjoy each other's company for seven days, not having to work, not having to, to uh, um, keep up with quotas, none of that. We literally had a, a feast, a party that lasted seven days. And us just being together in our tents, nobody going home and, and flossing and, and boasting. Um, no, nah, we were all in those tents. Do you remember? Remember where you came from. Remember, this is where we started, and now we're here. Then from, uh, from that, eventually, uh, we came into Hanukkah, which was uh, the, the, the temple being rededicated, the, the dedication, which, by the way, y'all, this year does start December 18th. All right, Hanukkah this year, uh, going with the ISBHPK, going with the uh, Masra Yasha'ala. Um, Hanukkah does begin sundown December 18th and lasts through sundown December 25th. We have Hanukkah, which is the word Hanukkah means dedication, the dedication of the temple, rededicating the temple. Mosai giving us back our national treasure at the time, being the temple. We, we, after it being defiled by the heathen, um, we came back and rebuilt it, rededicated it um, during the time of the Maccabees. And then we have Purim, uh, where we get the, from the book of Esther, with Mordecai and Esther, um, where the decree was set forth to, to, on the day of Pur to kill all the Jews because we would not, we would not worship uh, um, Artaxerxes, uh, the, uh, one of the Persian kings. And it was by a plot put together by this Edomite, um, Hagag, Agag, and he was really trying to wipe out the Jews and really trying to wipe out Mordecai. And the most I squished it on, he turned it on, he, he, he flipped it on them, y'all. Um, and instead of the Jews being killed, the Jews wound up killing everybody that was going to kill them for two days straight, y'all, for two days straight. How can we not rejoice in these things? But we got to the point, y'all. Going back now to Amos chapter 5, verse 21, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. That it, it became a nuisance to us to observe the high holidays that God gave the Israelites. It became a nuisance to us because we got so caught up into making profit. We got so caught up into pleasures and vanities, and as Josephus uh, tells us, in becoming effeminate, just becoming soft. That what, how much more pleasure, how can I increase my wealth, personal individual wealth, not the national wealth, how can individuals and the individual families increase their wealth? So now the high holidays became a nuisance. What do you mean not work? That's a day of production. That's a day we can be making some money. We can be making some more riches. I can be, I can, I can be importing some more. I can be exporting some more. Why, why do these high holidays got to come? We really, we let the, the high holidays became, it, it got to the point like it was like, a, again, a nuisance to us. 
to where it got it got the most high to the point where in Amos chapter five verse twenty one he says, I hate, I despise your feast days, and I will not smell in your solemn assemblies. That for all remember, the most I said that that um when we would come together, and the point being that Israelites came together to honor the most high. That's what made the days beautiful and the day the days special in God's eyes, like like an anniversary. They said that when we come together and we'd be cooking and 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 and, and I ain't gonna say well cooking, but we'd be offering all the, the, the sacrifices on, on, on the altar, burning them on the altar. Come on, we're talking about uh uh bullocks and cows and, and turtle doves. Um that, that savor, that smell will go up to the most high and it rejoice the most high. Come on, we we've been to barbecues. We know how, how, how just the smell of that barbecue, that all, all that meat cooking. Um, and then, you know, there's going to be some drinking going on. Uh, just the, 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 the thoughts that are pushing your mind about, oh, yes, this is about to be, you know, oh, something wonderful. And when you go back and look at some of the sacrifices and, and the offerings that we offer the Most High, and some of them, we had to get flour, we had to get oil, and flour and offer that to the most high. Now, come on, y'all. If we're doing turtle doves, we're doing quail, and you got some flour and some oil, what's that sound like, y'all? Fried chicken. Well, today we call it like fried chicken, but some fried bird. Along with now, we're doing the bullocks on the fire. Come on, we're talking about 10,000 bullocks being burnt, lambs, cows, um, turtles, pigeons, all that smell going up, and we were all coming together and rejoicing, and then there was burnt offerings. And believe it or not, y'all, we had liquor offerings. We, we brought the most high strong liquor offerings. Let me see if I can find that real quick. Let me go here. Let me go here. <clears throat> Mm-mm. All right, just give an example. In Numbers chapter 20, verse 7, Numbers chapter 20, verse 7, it says, And the drink offering thereof shall be the fourth part of a hen uh, for the one lamb in the holy place shalt thou cause the strong wine to be poured out unto the Lord for a drink offering. So our strong wine, yeah, wine, yeah, strong wine. And guess what? Guess what brandy is, y'all? Brandy is, 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 is made from grapes. And guess, guess what cognac is? Cognac is brandy. It's just that the grapes that we get cognac from actually come from cognac, France. So today, you know, we're drinking the Hennessy. We're drinking the Remy. We're drinking the um, uh, what is that? The um, uh, a dulce, dulce. We we've had that type of drink with us since we came out of Egypt, y'all. Brandy, or what also known as cavassier, that's strong drink. That's strong wine. We bought these. We bought those type of drink offerings to the Most High. We are the Israelites. Ain't no doubt about it. Let me see if I can find this other scripture. 
This is Exodus chapter 22, verse 29. This is Exodus chapter 22, verse 29. It says, Thou shalt not delay to offer the first of thy ripe fruits and of thy liquors. The firstborn of thy sons shalt thou give unto me. Um, so I just want to get that real quick. That get, Part of the offerings that we gave the Most High was also liquor. Liquor, wine, strong wine. Strong drink. Come on, y'all. It, 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 how much more of a celebration of a party could, could there be that we had the meat cooking from bullocks to lambs to goats to, to, uh, to cows? Then we had all the, 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 the fowls, the pheasants, the, the quails, the turtle doves, the pigeons. Then we had all types of drinks. And then we got the first fruits of all the fruit that we have from our land. Come on, y'all. And then when you go back and read about the bitter herb, I'm sort of jumping ahead of myself, y'all. Have y'all actually ever done research on, I'm going to do it like this, list of bitter herbs. Just go, go please, y'all, do, 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 do a research. I'm, and I'm not, this is by no means associated at, at my elders, not at all. But when we just do this age of information, when you look up bitter herbs, it tells you dandelion, um, chamomile, uh, yeah, wormwood, and it, there's more. Um, romaine lettuce, thistle. Um, was known as endive or chicory. Um, basically, salad, y'all. Salad. Go look it up. I'm not lying. Go look it up. So, the some of the bitter herb that we had, it was it was it was it was salad. It was vegetables. So when we were eating, y'all, come on, man. We came together and feasted. They were known as feasts. And I'm getting so far ahead of myself in, in, in this class. But we get to a point from, again, Amos chapter 5, verse 21, that we, we, we were taking and not putting any type of real effort, any type of heart. Think, think about when, when, you know, a wedding anniversary and your spouse brings a gift that, you could tell they only thought about it on their way home. If they had a Facebook account, they just, it was on Facebook that today was the, the anniversary. Um, and what they brought was something real shallow. No thought, no, you know, they say it's the thought that counts. When it comes to the most high, it really is the thought that counts. Not just that at least I did something. But how, how much of a letdown it is. How much of a uh, that there was no real thought, no real effort, no real. Um, uh, it's not a special occasion. It was just a reg another regular, ordinary day. Well, this is how we started treating the high holidays of God. To it got to the point where He can't stand it. Our, our indifference, our our uh, uh, nonchalance, almost disturbed or perturbed attitude about his high holidays that it was supposed to be special between us and him that he made no high holidays 
special between him and any other nation. And then we really got to the point where it, it was more of a bother because it was messing with our profits. It was messing with our greed. It was messing with our, um, our own pleasures and our own things that we were coming up with. <clears throat> and these were his high holy days. You know, he's talking about the, the, the modern day now, Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, um, New Year's Eve, Independence Day, Thanksgiving, Columbus Day, days that, that we put together and that we've made special and that we put a lot of spirit into, spend a lot of money, put a lot of effort into making it, making it good for the kids, making it special, make it, making it, making it um, uh, the best Christmas ever, making it the best uh, Thanksgiving ever, making it you know, uh, the best Kwanzaa ever. Uh, making, I'm going to get the best Valentine's Day gift uh, for, for, for loved ones. That we put so much effort and, and energy into these traditions of men and we, that we don't put into the most high. You know, one thing I, I do enjoy about being here in San Antonio, um, because this is basically where my kids grew up. Um, my kids range from the age of 22 to 13 right now. Um, for, for, for my oldest uh, sons, um, you know, them being young, we moved here when Zani was a month old. He just turned uh, 20. Uh, Baja was two years old. Almost two years old and when we moved here. So I wanted to make things special for them, especially during these times of, of Hanukkah, and doing, uh, which always comes around Christmas time, that how, how do we get Christmas out of their head that now they're missing out, um, that now it, it, um, um, how do we get people with Christmas? So we started blowing up Hanukkah. We started really going in and, and blowing up Hanukkah. Uh, uh, setting up and getting balloon drops, um, getting getting things for them. Uh, whereas Christmas was one day out, out of the year that as Hebrew Israelites, um, we have Hanukkah seven days out of the year. So instead of just getting gifts for the one day of Christmas, now we're going to get gifts for the for for the seven days of Hanukkah. That that. You got something special coming for each day of Hanukkah. That the same effort that's put into deceiving our kids and, and, and tricking our kids uh, uh, during that time of, of Christmas, that now we're going to come come back and do the things for Hanukkah. We're gonna make it special. We're gonna make we're gonna make make y'all really look forward to it. Um, then there was uh, we we started became an annual kickball game that we're gonna get together and oh, and it got to the point where we, we started uh, meeting up with Houston. Because Houston's only three hours away from San Antonio, and we we gonna have the the, the 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 annual kickball game, which is, has always been I mean a lot of fun. It's been a lot of fun just getting out and competing, just just and enjoying each other's company, and having having some type of, of snacks, food, and we coming together and enjoying um and enjoying Hanukkah, especially during these days of the winter break or so-called Christmas break. Yeah, how do we have our kids? Uh, not just sitting around the house and bored. That's sitting around the house and thinking about what they're missing out on. That we're going to have something, some type of event or something going on every single day. 
um, as we're getting ready to do that same thing again this year. Um, and then, you know, as, as the brother Tussapah and his family came in, <laughs> uh, Yasariah, uh, uh, Wardaya, who, who, who's always been here, um, uh, getting into the karaoke, getting into um, uh, a movie night, getting into a game night where we, we meet at the school and we just have all types of board games, card games, dominoes, um, interactive games that, that, that weren't video games. We, you, know, you had to get off your phone and we're going to pretend, you know, from Uno, oh, all the games in Uno, Uno, um, uh, Skippo, uh, uh, Crazy Eight, Go Fish, uh, just just games that we're going to enjoy each other's company. We're going, we're going to really get into it, uh, one another, get into each other, um, and celebrate, and actually really celebrate, and, and trying to bring that spirit again of let's look forward to the days the Lord gave us, and for the same energy and same spirit that we put into the pagan worship in the pagan days, let's now put that same energy. If it's for the kids, then the same way we do it for paganism, witchcraft, Satanism, then let's put just as much energy, if not more, into God's high holidays. So, finally moving on from Amos chapter 5 to 21. Let's go to Isaiah chapter 1. Let's go to the book of Isaiah chapter 1, and we're going to start at verse 10. Isaiah chapter 1, I'm going to start at verse 10, and it says, Hear the word of the Lord, ye, ye rulers of Sodom. Now, this, this is getting bad, y'all. For the most part, call it, today, in modern, in, in modern, the, today's modern vocabulary, to call somebody a fag, gay, homo, um, butch, lesbo, um, it, it was very derogatory, right? Very, very derogatory. So here, this is the Lord being very, very vulg- uh, uh, derogatory and vulgar towards the Israelites, right? Um, this is talking about the actual Sodom and Gomorrah. He's talking about Israelites, that for the wickedness that was displayed and being done at Sodom and Gomorrah, that the Lord had to wipe those five cities off the face of the planet. Remember, Sodom and Gomorrah were the two end cities, and there were three other cities between Sodom and Gomorrah. In total, there was five cities between Sodom and Gomorrah. Now, I don't know the population numbers. I have, been able, I have not been able to find the population numbers of five cities, but how wicked was it that five cities had to be wiped out? And we know that when the angels first entered into Sodom to, uh, to, to witness, to see if, if remember, the, the deal that, that Abraham had made with the, the Mosai was that if there was 100 righteous men, that he would spread, he would spread the place. Uh, and, and, and negotiating with, 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 with the Mosai, if you will, to get down to 10. If there was just 10 righteous men in the city, but he spread the city. So the angels went to Sodom and Gomorrah to see if could they find 10 righteous people. And the only one they was able to find was, was Lot. And they wound up saving, the angels wound up saving and, and, and pulling Lot, Lot's wife and only two of his daughters out of Sodom and Gomorrah and, and, and spared them from that destruction 
um, which was was come on, y'all. I, I don't know. If we we put enough give enough credit or or, or, or get enough visual. So what did it look like to have five cities wiped out by fire and brimstone? Which would the only way we could compare that fire and brimstone is in, in today's modern age would be to nuclear explosions. That these five cities in, 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 the, in the plane were wiped out by fire and brimstone because of the wickedness. That we know that when the angels got to Sodom and they was witnessing and looking for 10 righteous men, couldn't find it, that the men of the city wanted to have sex with the angels. The men of the city wanted to have sex with angels, male angels. And that was it. It's a wrap. Um, Lot, your wife, two daughters, I'll give you time to try and get some of your other daughters. They don't want to come. Leave them. Y'all got to get out of here. Y'all ain't going to make it cool. We're going we gonna to basically teleport you out of the out of this city. Only thing is, don't look back. And when we go back and read this, the, the, the same account in the Josephus, y'all remember how, how Lot's wife kept looking back several times until finally she, she was destroyed. That if her heart was just so so sentimentally attached to the wickedness and the abominations that was going on in, in as well as the daughters and family that, that was left there, that if you kept looking back, you wanted to be there, you, you get turned to a pillar of salt, meaning a pile of ashes. You, you were disintegrated. You were destroyed. So here in Isaiah chapter 1 verse 10, the Lord, is, this, this is not a, a good thing. This isn't some good tidings. This is not some, some, some um, this is bad, y'all. He's angry. So in the same way that, that, that you would call uh, somebody a, a derogatory slang, because not know how you felt about them, in today's modern language of, of calling somebody a fag, um, a, a sissy, a punk, uh, a B-I-T-C-H, um, a homo, uh, a sucker, or what have you, that this, the Lord is, is coming with that type of energy and that type of, that type of passion right now. Here, so Isaiah chapter 1 verse 10, hear the word of the Lord, ye rulers of Sodom. Give ear unto the law of our God, ye people of Gomorrah. So we, we know that God was never, he never gave his law to the other nations. So that's how we know this ain't talking about the actual Sodom and Gomorrah. Plus Sodom and Gomorrah at this time had been, well been destroyed. They'd been, they'd been disintegrated. This here is talking about the Israelites, y'all. He's telling us a bunch of Sodomites and, and, and the people of Gomorrah for the, the wickedness, that, uh, le- the levels of wickedness that we, was, that we had been reaching and, and getting to. Verse 11. It says, to what purpose is the multitude of your sacrifices unto me, said the Lord? I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and, of the, uh, and, of, uh, and the fat of fed beasts. And I delight not in the blood of bullocks or of lambs or of, or of the goats. To look at this now, knowing that, that we got so nonchalant about observing and putting our heart and our spirit into God's high holy days. That when we come back and compare, uh, like it says here in verse, uh, verse 11, to what purpose is the multitude of your 
of your sacrifices unto me. Um, Say the Lord, I am full of the burnt offerings of rams and the fat of fed beasts. The, 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 if we compare this to today, the same one that you, the, 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 the turkey, the fatted turkey, that as we get ready for, you know, prepare for Thanksgiving here in America, that it, it's all about that turkey. And you take months to plump this turkey up because you got to feed the whole family. So what, uh, a normal turkey weighing, what, 10 pounds, 15 pounds, we're going to feed this sucker to where it can barely, it can barely walk. We're going to get it so fat because we're going to feed everybody. We, we want it to be juicy. We got, to feed, we got a lot of family members coming over to observe this holy day, this, sacrilege, this, 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 this abominable day that we had to get the fatted turkey or, or, or the fatted ham, um, you know, uh, so we can try and feed everybody. Then it was like, man, I'm, I'm sick of it. I'm, 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 no. It says, I delight not in the blood of, of, of bullocks um, or of lambs or, or of the goats. As we get ready and, and try to do the barbecues and have all these feasts and all this food, you know, it starts with Thanksgiving. Um, and the, I, I need to go into the study of Bacchus. I mean, we need to go into, the, into that. Um, Bacchus was about sex orgies and, and gluttony. Uh, it was about, and then coming into the Saturnalia, you know, into the new year. It was all about just experiencing every fleshly pleasure you can experience of overeating, of, of gluttony, of, of, of sex orgies and rituals. Um, whatever pleasure you could just find drinking until you, I mean, uh, you, you pass out. Basically, a New Year celebration from Thanksgiving and, and, uh, and, and, and through Christmas, through New Year's. This, we're going to enjoy every, every, every bit of pleasure that, can be, that we can derive or think of, we're going to give ourselves over to it. So for all the food that that we get prepared during that we prepare during the time from Thanksgiving through New Year's, that these are all ancient rituals. These are all ancient practices. Today we call them Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, and and New Year's, but the original names was Bacchus, um, the Saturnalia. That and, and it was the same thing. And and at the end of, of all these events. Of, of, of this time period, they would have sporting events. You know, similar to how, similar to how in America we have all this. You know, you have the Fiesta Bowl, the Super Bowl, the the uh, the Orange Bowl, the Rose Bowl. You have the conclusion of all these different types of games. You have March Madness with um, uh, the basketball games, all all culminating at the end of all this 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 riotous festival festive time of just giving over to every pleasure and every indulgence that you can possibly think of. Like the scripture tells us, there's nothing new under the sun. There's nothing new under the sun. That these rituals and these, these, the, the, these, these things that we get into, they, they have ancient origins, ancient, wicked, witchcraft-filled, satanic-filled origins. That God couldn't stand while we were in the promised land there's no way in hell he, he likes them now. I right, y'all, uh, reading on verse 12. It says, when you come to appear before me, who has required this at your hands to tread my courts? For as much as now, like, like we're ready to come into Christmas and, and people are going to make sure they go to Christmas mass, 
if we break down the word Christmas, Christmas, you do understand Christmas is 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 a compound word. Two is two two is a compound word from Christ and Mass, and Mass is talking about death. So you put these words together. That's where you get the word Christmas from. Christ Mass. Put it together. It, it's become Christmas. That's not his birth, and nowhere in the Bible does it describe his birth as being December 25th <clears throat> in the dead of winter. Does not describe that in the least bit. For the furthest from anything, it does not describe it as, uh, that, that that's his birthday. But it says, again, here in verse 12, um, when you come to appear before me, who has required this at your hand to tread my course? Who told you to go to church on, on some damn uh, uh, Christmas? We're going to get into the, the Christmas caroling. We're going to get into the, the New Year celebrations and, and old anxiety. Uh, uh, Thanksgiving, day games or whatever. He's going to get, get into this, that who told us that God respected these things? God, so what, what are we doing, like, appearing before God as if this is something God likes or that this is something that God requires? Verse 13, bring no more of your vain oblations. Let me, let me get that up. Let me look that up real quick. I definitely want to keep this, but I'm going to come back to it. One Isaiah chapter one verse thirteen. What's my time check? Cool. Okay, I got plenty of time. All right, this went from this computer to to queue up. So Isaiah chapter 1, verse 13, again, it says, uh, I'll start verse 12, where it says, um, Sorry, my, my computer keeps freezing up. It says, uh, when you come to appear before me, Isaiah 1 and 12, who has uh, to tread my courts? When you come to appear before me, who has required this at thy hand to tread my courts? Bring no more vain oblations. And that's what I want to look for.
you know, yeah, I, I'll, I'll be honest with y'all too. As I'm, I'm going over this class, this class is a class that we, we we've been over many times uh, throughout the, again, the past thirty years. But I'll be honest with y'all, as I'm going over this class, looking over this class, I'm about to really get in touch with some brothers, man. I'm about to get in touch with some brothers because this year. I'm going to have to get in touch with some brothers. I don't want to put it over the air, the air just yet and cause confusion. What, where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? Where are we at? All right. What is this here? Why is it here? Nope. Get out my way. Really? I know how to get it. I know how to get it. The word oblation, uh, yeah, it comes from the Hebrew word manachah. Uh, Manacha, uh, uh, from the Strong's um, uh, concordance, uh, Hebrew word 4503, it says, from an unused root, meaning uh, to uh, a portion, that is, to bestow um, a donation, uh, euphemistically a tribute, specifically a sacrificial offering, usually bloodless and voluntary. Uh, a gift, an oblation, like a meat oblation, offering uh, a present or a sacrifice. So the Most High is asking the question, like, when y'all come, y'all, when we come before the Most High, like for Christmas, Easter, Thanksgiving, uh, we come before the Most High, especially with this Christmas celebration season uh, upon us, he says, who, who told you to bring this to me? Who said that this is something that, 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 that I want? He says, bring no more of your vain oblations, your vain worthless gifts. He says, don't bring them no more. Incense is an abomination to me. And, you know, as we come into this, 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 this season of the pumpkin spice, uh, of the, um, the gingerbread, um, uh, the, the smells of Christmas, he says, bring no more vain oblations. Incense is an abomination to me. The new moons and Sabbaths, the calling, to, the calling of assemblies, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn, even the solemn meeting, and the new moons, and Sabbaths. We've done change dates and times. That that people don't honor God's new moon. We don't even honor We don't even, we don't even honor the new moons like He said. We don't even honor the calendar that, that He established. But we come together for our appointed holidays. Thanksgiving, Easter, Christmas, um, New Year's, uh, Valentine's Day, Memorial Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day, that we come together for the days that we, that, that and all this is new to God. The, the days that, that, you know, the, 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 the holidays that, that we honor that are federal holidays, so we know we have a day off from work. 
Got nothing to do with God's Sabbath, the Sabbath day being from Friday sundown to Saturday sundown. Got nothing to do with God's Sabbath being from, you know, the Passover, Feast of Unleavened Bread, um, uh, Feast of First Fruits, uh, Memorial Blowing of Trumpets, the Day of Atonement, the uh, 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 Feast of Tabernacles, Hanukkah, or Purim. That, we, that the day, our days of rest, that we take off from work or whatever, got nothing to do with God. Especially living this American lifestyle. It says the calling together of assemblies. That we get together and go sing Christmas carols, uh, uh, going to church. Uh, we get together and, and, and you know, it, the, the, for Thanksgiving, come on over. Uh, we're going uh, to fry a turkey. We're going to bake a turkey. We're going we're gonna to have the, the ham. We're going to do this, we're going to do that. We have the turduncan. What the? We're going to have a turduncan. A chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey. A turduncan. And everybody's going to get a piece of a chicken inside of a duck inside of a turkey. The calling of assemblies, he says, I cannot away with. It is iniquity, even the solemn, assembly, the solemn meeting. Your new moons and your appointed feasts, my soul hated. For as much as people say God don't hate, well, guess what he does hate? Our what we celebrate, what we make special, sentimental, our new moons, the calendars that we, that we watch and, and hold on to, the traditions that, we, that we're about, your new moons, and your appointed feast. We're going to make this day a, a feast day, Memorial Day, Labor Day, Veterans Day, Valentine's, Thanksgiving, Christmas, um, uh, New Year's. We're going to make these appointed feasts. Come on, y'all. From hot dog day, cupcake day, hamburger day, uh, egg day, uh, secretary day, boss day, all these days that, that we appoint, God says, I hate them. They are a trouble unto me. I am worried to bear them. You know, somebody decided to just wore the hell out, just wore out. When, you know, asking that question, what the hell are they doing? That you, 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 we, we come and present these days to God as if now, and it's not, nothing God wanted, nothing God asked for, but we present it to God, kind of like, you know, Cain in the, in, the, in the Garden of Eden, when, well, being kicked out of the Garden, but Cain in the beginning wanted to bring his sacrifice, of what he thought was special, good, kind, valuable, and God looked at him like, well, what is this? God had no respect on the Cain and his offering. But we want to come and offer the things that we find to be sentimental. And God was like, I, what are you doing? Give me a second, y'all. All right, cool. All right, your new moons, uh, verse 14, your new moons and your point of peace, my soul hateth. They are trouble unto me. I am weary to bear them. Somebody who's just, just what, what, are, what are you doing? 
Okay, what am I supposed to do with this? <laughs> Verse 15. And when you spread forth your hands, I will hide my eyes from you. Yea, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Your hands are full of blood. So when we pray to God uh, in these churches and, and on, these, on these days that we, that we make special, and I'm in a Catholic church, I'm lighting candles, I'm at church and we 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 doing the praise singing the praise the the praise dance team and doing all this type of stuff. God says, "Look, I will hide my eyes from you. I'm not looking at this. You roll around on the floor catching conniption fits, looking like a lunatic. I'm supposed to rejoice and acknowledge this." He says, yeah, when you make many prayers, I will not hear. Which reminds me, y'all, y'all remember this one? Let me pull it up, y'all. When we go to Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9, when we go to the book of Proverbs chapter 28, verse 9, it says, he that turns away his ear from hearing the law, even his prayer shall be an abomination. I, uh, I, I need to take this real quick. Let me start the music. judgment of the most high who will yep. render unto every man according to his nope. deeds to them who by patience continuing yep. some well-doing seek no nope. glory and honor and immorality yep. eternal life but unto them that are nope. contentious and do not obey the yep. truth but obey unrighteousness indignation and wrath uh, you an african-american nope. you believe that's your heritage yep. do you know who you are nope. king queen Choices, nope. yeah. Yep, yep. Everybody got choices. Nope. 
Everybody got choices. Yeah. Is it cool yeah. to be gay? Nope. Did he make us straight? Yeah. Is the most high plan? Nope. You gon' learn today. Yeah. Do you understand grace? Nope. Remember Noah's day? Yeah. The more than eight people live? Nope. Will it be the same way? Yeah. It's a broad way to heaven? Nope. It's a broad way to hell? Yeah. You choose a death over life? Nope. You gon' change your life? Yeah. Do you love these streets? Nope. Do you see police? Yeah. You wanna get shot down? Nope. You remember Mike Brown? Yeah. You ever read your Bible? Nope. You wanna know your tribe? Yeah. You know you more than a slave? Nope. Don't you wanna be saved? Yeah. You ever been baptized? Nope. Wanna get in that water? Yeah. Ever confess your sin? This walk so I keep on trotting. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path and nothing can stop us. Everybody got choices. Righteous life, devil don't like that now. Nah. Everybody got choices. Choose the right path to save your soul. Never going back. No, no, no. Forward to the kingdom.